0: Today's story is about Jesse Owens, an African-American athlete who disrupted Hitler's plan to use the 1936 Berlin Olympics to showcase Aryan superiority. Despite becoming the first global black star of the track and taking home four Olympic gold medals, Jesse Owens was still faced with the harsh reality of being black in America. This is Time Crunch.
1: Hello and welcome to Time Crunch, a quick history podcast.
0: I'm Felicity, and I know a lot about history.
1: And I'm Ben, and I do not. So welcome to our uh, Olympics special episode. That's right. It's currently the Olympics. It's still the Olympics, right?
0: I'm 95% sure the Olympics are over, but I'll let's forget about that. <laughs>
1: I'll be honest. I haven't caught nearly as much Olympics as I normally do.
0: It's because we're Canadian and we only flourish in the cold.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're not doing so hot, except...
0: Actually, we're doing amazing. All the women are yeah, doing Yeah, the amazing. Canadian women
1: are taking it home. Okay, so what story did you pick out for our Olympic special? Something really lighthearted and fun, right?
0: Absolutely. Okay. Like all of my topics, <laughs> lighthearted and fun.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Time Crunch.
0: Um I'm picked out an Olympian that I'm ninety percent sure that a lot of people have heard of before, but he's just too awesome to like pass down. You know, mm-hmm. we have to do talk it, about his story. For our first
1: ever Olympic episode.
0: <laughs> Maybe our only ever Olympic <laughs> episode. <laughs> Alright, so to give some quick background on who Jesse Owens was. Jesse Owens was born in 1913 in the U.S. in the South. Mm-hmm. He was the son of sharecroppers and the grandson of slaves.
1: What's a sharecropper?
0: Uh, it's like a farmer who gives part of the crop as
1: rent. Oh, to like the, the owner of the land. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: His family eventually left the South and settled in the North in Ohio. And it's there where he began his athletic career at the age of 13. Hmm. So obviously there's a lot of history between the age of 13 when he started his athletic career and the age of 21 when he became an Olympian. Yeah,
1: there's there's probably a lot of like, oh, rising star Jesse Owens, you know, breaking records and being good at sports.
0: Legitimate. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going <laughs> to say. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, but
1: I guess that's not the bulk of the story today.
0: Yeah, we only have so much time and the story really picks up in 1936. Yeah,
1: this is a quick history podcast after all.
0: Yeah, exactly. Speedy. It's just so, like
1: Jesse Owens i'm assuming
0: spoilers oh spoiling
1: wait maybe he's a weightlifter you're
0: spoiling <laughs> so the story picks up in 1936 which was the year of the berlin olympics
1: mm-hmm. berlin germany
0: yes berlin is in germany not like berlin las vegas <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> berlin actually was a city in canada before the war and then it got renamed to london
1: london ontario used was to be originally called berlin
0: originally berlin ontario <laughs> Like, what a fun fact. What, like what a niche Germany. Canadian fact. <laughs> You're welcome. <Thank> you. <laughs> so Jesse Owens was competing in the 1936 Berlin Olympics as a uh, track athlete. He was originally urged actually to boycott the Olympics. How come? It was essentially because they didn't think that a black athlete should compete for a country that gave him like no rights.
1: Mm. Oh, so he was urged by, like, the black community to boycott the games?
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. But But I'm
1: assuming he went anyway. Yeah. So he
0: ended up setting sail with the rest of the U.S. squad. So the Olympics was particularly important for Hitler. How come? Because he sought to use the event to glorify the Nazi regime and to push forward his, like, Aryan supremacy myth.
1: Oh, how was he going to use the Olympics to do that, though?
0: His plan was essentially to have all of his, like, blonde, blue-eyed German boys beat everyone else and be like, see, I told you blonde, blue-eyed Germans are better than everyone else.
1: Hmm. I, I have a hunch Jesse Owens is going to throw a wrench in that scheme.
0: Yeah. Okay. Honestly, seems kind of like a bad idea to begin with. Like, how kinda ultimate was, like... Kind of banking on chance like, there, Yeah, right? how, how, like, dominant was the German team?
1: I mean... <laughs> I guess maybe that just shows how convinced Hitler was of his own theory, where he's like, "Well, oh, obviously point. a black person won't beat any of these guys. He's not so, white."
0: <laughs> so that's the weird thing. That's the weird thing is that it, it's very confusing. Hitler actually said that it was unfair to have black athletes compete. You might as well have deer or gazelle on your team. So what they believed was that black athletes were like descendants from people of like the jungle. And that they were like naturally more like physically stronger than, and I quote, those civilized whites and hence should be excluded from future games. Essentially comparing black athletes to animals yeah, or black people to animals.
1: So paint the picture, I guess, now that we know that Hitler was using, tried to use these games to push forward his agenda.
0: So the Olympic Games was actually like, had a spectacular opening ceremony, like Tons of like money and effort poured into this to show the rest of the world that like Nazi Germany was like superior. Mm. People described the opening ceremony as almost like a religious event because so many people showed up and they're all like uh, begging to see Hitler. It was like almost like a cult there. Everyone was like heiling and it was like crazy. So Hitler really wanted to show everyone that this was his event. So he even put himself, like, really far up, like, overlooking everyone and everything because he wanted to show that it's his celebration, his event. Everything is about him. This whole thing is about him.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and the might of the Aryans.
0: Yeah, okay. like, yeah, exactly. And now this is kind of just, like, an interesting fact that I found out. The Nazis invented the concept of the torch run from ancient Olympia to the host city. And, like, the run-up to the cauldron where, like, the runner person would set the <laughs> eternal flame that, like, would burn for the duration of the game. So, this thing that's literally continues to this day and I fully thought was, like, a long-standing Yeah, like a thing from Greece. Comes from Nazi Germany. Huh. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's very interesting. Okay, so, another thing that I was, like, found out really surprising is, did you know that Adidas was German? It's, like, founded by, like, a, it's, like, a German shoe
1: company. I did not.
0: It's very, I was very surprised. The, the founder is Adi Dassler. So like Adi Das. It's a genius. I was so surprised. But anyways, um, just before like competition started, um, the founder, Adi Dassler, he visited Owens in the Olympic Village and persuaded him to wear like Adidas shoes, essentially, which wasn't called that at the time, but essentially.
1: What were they called?
0: Gebruder Dassler Schufrabik Shoes. yeah i
1: I think the rebrand really helped them
0: so this was the first sponsorship for a male african american athlete which is crazy so,
1: so jesse owens was good and like
0: oh he was known he was like known for being amazing
1: okay so uh, mr adidas really wanted to him to represent the company
0: yeah yeah like he was so known that like when he arrived in germany like german girls were like where's where's jesse where's jesse really yeah they're like where is he
1: (laughs) it'd be more like "Where is jesse
0: so, Owens was really out to destroy this, like, myth of Aryan supremacy. Like, it would be a lie to say this wasn't in his mind, like, just proving them all wrong. Mm-hmm. And them, I mean, Hitler. So, we're not going to talk about, obviously, every single event. We're just going to talk about the four events that, he com- that Jesse Owens competed in. That's the 100-meter race, the long jump, the 200-meter race, and the relay race. Okay. So, the first event that he competed in was the 100-meter race. And this was really, like, the highlight of the Olympic Games. Like, the person who won gold at this was dubbed the fastest man. So, the main competitors were German.
1: Like, they were the favorites to win the 100 meters. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: But, as you might all have guessed, Owens dominates. He wins in 10.3 seconds, equaling the world record. Yes, sir. And, obviously, beats everyone.
1: This, if this was the highlight of the Olympics and Hitler was really leaning on Aryans bringing home gold here, uh, what happened? You know, he, he obviously was mixing things up. This wasn't the expected outcome.
0: Yeah, he was not happy. Um, I don't know, like, how else I could put it. He was obviously not happy that Jesse Owens won a black African-American in particular one. Um, In fact, the tradition called for the leader of the host country to, like, go shake the hands and congratulate the winners, but uh, Hitler refused to congratulate him, and, like, kind of funny, if you want to say that in this context, but, like, funnily, like, this, like, the head of, like, the Olympic Committee essentially told Hitler that, like, if he doesn't congratulate all of them, he can't congratulate – shouldn't congratulate anyone. So he just (laughs) didn't congratulate anyone.
1: Hitler decided – Yeah, he was like, "Mm, no. I refuse to touch this guy.
0: Yeah, which is messed up.
1: That must have drawn a lot of attention to –
0: It did. It drew a lot of attention in the uh, press, actually. And for the Americans, this, like, really pushed Jesse Owens to the forefront as essentially, like, the man who, like – stuck a thumb to hitler and his aryan myth go jesse yeah exactly
1: so we've covered the the 100 meter dash but you said that he competed in three other events were those equally important and equally relevant for
0: i mean as equally relevant as three other gold medals are he got a gold in
1: all four. yeah i'm just
0: gonna spoil it for you yeah, well, didn't I? Did I not say this? At yeah, the the you did.
1: I, did you not say that he won I,
0: four gold medals? I guess
1: I didn't piece it together because, like, there are people these days who can. Com- I feel like they compete Michael in, like, Felt. yeah, they compete in like eight <laughs> events. So, I don't know, but the fact that he got gold in every single event he competed in, well, in like hostile territory, Loki, is this insane. record
0: wasn't broken for like twenty something years. Like getting four gold gold medals,
1: really? Yeah. Wow.
0: The next event that he competed in was the long jump. Now, the main competitor was Lutz Long, who was the European record holder. Um, He was also, like, literally, like, the token, like, Aryan. Like, he was tall. He was blue-eyed. He was blonde. He was, like, literally perfect for, like, Hitler and his, like, Nazi ideology pushing thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So, what they did is they built up this whole, like, image of a rivalry between Lutz Long and Owens to prove when as they thought Lutz Long would win, that the white man, the blue-eyed man was better.
1: Which again is really contradictory because uh, Goebbels said, was it Goebbels who said that? Like, oh, you may as well have a gazelle on your team. Yeah,
0: huh. I don't know.
1: Man, Nazis are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this, this settles it. Okay, so mm-hmm. they, they build up this big rivalry between Lutz Long and Jesse Owens. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens?
0: So, um, I'm not going to lie. I didn't actually know that you had to qualify until like four days ago. But (laughs) essentially, like Owens arrives for the long job qualification as the current world record holder. So, you know, this should be an easy cake to qualify to be able to compete. Mm -hmm. However, he actually fouls the first two attempts.
1: How many attempts do you get? Three. Oh, Yeah. So it's down to the wire. He really needs to make this job or he won't even qualify. Mm
0: -hmm. And like as the story goes, he was really nervous.
1: What made him so nervous?
0: I mean, it was kind of nerve wracking, like seeing this like ginormous European record holder practicing like right in front of you. And then also having in the back of your mind that you have to prove all of Nazi Germany wrong for their racist ideals.
1: Okay. Yeah. It it makes sense that he's a little (laughs) He has a lot to carry. (laughs) Yeah. So he, he's, it's down to the wire on his third attempt. What happens?
0: So Owens fouled the first two attempts. He really had to qualify for the third one. And as the story goes, Litz Long comes up to him and offers him some friendly advice oh, to help him. That- and he obviously qualifies easily. He jumps super far, <laughs> I think like 25 feet and qualifies. Okay. So the long jump competition was actually like intense. They were all really, really good athletes. In fact, it was pretty unclear who was going to win until pretty much like right at the end. It was essentially like one person jumps or like, you know, there's one leader at the front and then another guy jumps further than that. And then it switches to another guy who jumps further than that. Nobody knows who's going to win.
1: So it's neck and neck.
0: Yeah, but eventually Jesse Owens jumps 26 feet, breaks the record, and wins gold medal. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Easy peasy, right? Am I right? Yeah, jumping e- 26 feet? Anywhere. So easy. <laughs> and this man is like doing a single jump walking, <laughs> jumping 26 feet. That's like 14 of me. You know? <laughs> it's not. You're very short. I'm very short.
1: <laughs> so. I'm
0: also not good at math. <laughs> how, did,
1: how did Lutz Long and, and the rest of Germany react?
0: Okay, so this is where it gets good. I mean, it's always been good. It's been a history good. History is good. <laughs> well.
1: <laughs> put, put that on a shirt. That's our first merch. History is good. <laughs>
0: so Lutz Long actually hugs him and they walk arm in arm around the stadium, which is like a very humanizing moment for Owens and like for Germany.
1: That's really touching.
0: Yeah. So, like, think about it, though, like, you know, this is a time where there was, like, very widespread racism and racist ideologies, especially in Nazi Germany. This is a time where, like, people would, like, the segregation in the United States, like, they didn't even want to go to, like, the same bathroom. But, uh, yeah, so this is a very, like, you know, pinnacle moment. Hitler actually didn't even see Jesse Owens win. He realized what was happening and he left before the competition was over.
1: So once again, he just refused to acknowledge.
0: He just peaced out. So Owens actually later said that, you know, that didn't really bother him. What, what Hitler did. Um, He wasn't really there to get Hitler's stamp of approval and shake hands with him. He didn't really care about that at all. That that guy. Exactly. We ain't allowed to swear, but like, yeah. Um, we'll make an exception. Later on in a memoir, he wrote I didn't go there to shake hands. What I remember most was the friendship I struck up with Lutz Long. He was my strongest rival, yet, it was he who ad- advised me to adjust my run up in the qualifying round and thereby helped me to win. So, recent scholarship actually suggests that Owens may have, over the years, exaggerated a little bit the significance of Long's intervention, like, in the long term. Like, essentially, like, some people think that he didn't even come up to talk to him. Mm-hmm. However, there is kind of no doubt that they had a lot of warmth and care for each other, and they became friends.
1: That's what friends are for. You, you pump each other up. You know, it's when you Well, wing they, weren't, they weren't
0: friends yet. They became friends after that. Yeah,
1: but when you you recounted it, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So they corresponded regularly, a.k.a. sent letters because this is 1936. (laughs) Um, And that is until Hitler invaded Poland. And then the letters eventually stopped. And that's because Lutz ended up being killed in the war. Wow. Yeah. Afterwards, Jesse Owens started corresponding with his son. And kind of in that way, like the friendship was maintained.
1: All right, so that's two gold medals down. What about the other two?
0: So the next event is the 200 meter race. And I'm just going to cut to the chase and say, he wins this. He shatters another record. He gets gold. All the good stuff.
1: I feel like you just told me he shattered three Olympic records in three different events.
0: Yeah, he did.
1: So... He must have gained a lot of popularity.
0: Yeah, he became a legend.
1: How how so? How much?
0: Like he became world famous, a world famous athlete. Jeez. Like even so, like to the point where like there were thousands of German fans cheering for him because they were like, Oh my god, this guy just won three gold medals. <laughs> which
1: which I get. which a is a legend.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. Now, I mean, this might have must have been very exciting for all of the German fans, but it was even more exciting for black Germans and African Americans. Mm-hmm um one black german spectator said and i quote i didn't really know jesse owens at that point but when i saw him run he became something of an idol to me it was an uplifting feeling for me to see a person of my color skin of my kind be victorious you know it must have meant a lot to him
1: especially for a person of color living in germany at the time yeah it must have been absurd because they were literally told they were worth less
0: yeah constantly yeah
1: okay so i guess you know Everybody's loving Jesse Owens, except for probably the Nazis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what What did they think of him?
0: So the Nazis were fur- furious by his success and fame. Of course. Um, because he was not Aryan, obviously. Yeah. And he won all the gold medals. <laughs> <laughs> Goebbels even said that his that Jesse Owens' success was a scandal because he it was he wasn't supposed to win.
1: Yeah. So, like, he must—what, he thought they were cheating?
0: No, it was like a scandal for Germany. Oh, well,
1: yeah, it was. Yeah. Because Hitler and Goebbels, I guess, had put so much effort into—
0: Yeah, it was propaganda. It was a whole propaganda event. Yeah, Yeah.
1: but great. (coughs) Yeah.
0: Great. So, Jesse Owens really kept things on the surface with the media and, you know, didn't really speak about politics. He let his accomplishments pretty much speak for for himself. Now, you're going to be surprised by the next thing I say because I did say he won four Olympic gold medals, but that was the last of his events that he was competing in. His last event was the 200-meter race.
1: Uh, how? You're so like, he's wow. so good he won a gold in an event he didn't even compete in? breathing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so now this is the part where I was like, "Woo!" I mean, everything I was surprised by, but this I was like, I didn't even know that you could just like change Olympians. But anyways, uh, okay. let's get to the story. So... Owens completes all his events, and then the coaches change the lineup for the relay. And two, the, the the only two, let me say that, the only two Jew- Jewish track athletes to begin with, Marty Glickman and Sam Stroller, are removed from the lineup. And let me say, they were removed the morning of the day that they were supposed to run the relay.
1: Why Why were they removed? Wasn't the team controlled by Americans?
0: Yeah, it was because the Nazis, so Goebbels, he suggested that Hitler would be displeased if any Jews ran in the Olympics. And uh, Avery Brundage, who was the, in charge of the team, but he was sympathetic to the Nazis later on, mm. like during the war, he listened to them.
1: He, fought, he so, listened to the Nazis? Yeah, so
0: they asked they asked that no Jewish athletes compete. And he was like, okay, and he took them out. Yeah, so... And and they put
1: Owens in in their place.
0: Yeah. So they put Owens and Ralph Metcalf, who was the runner-up in the races, Mm -hmm. uh, he put them in their place uh, because the Nazis preferred uh, black athletes over Jewish athletes competing. Now, there's a whole scandal involving this, too. So at the time, that's not what they actually told the athletes. They didn't say that it was because they were Jewish, obviously. Yeah. What they said was that the Germans had a secret runner and that they really needed Owens and Ralph Metcalf to win gold, which is a, such a lie because the the American team, the U.S. team, was so good that they were like probably going to win gold like regardless. They mm-hmm. were so much better than everyone else.
1: Imagine going to the Olympics to run an event, and at the last second, your coach says, no, we need these faster guys to run. Yeah. Why would they be put on the team... It makes no sense.
0: It makes no sense at all.
1: Again, Nazis are dumb, bad lies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Figure sh out, or don't. Actually, please don't. Stay, stay stupid.
0: So Owens re- actually refuses to listen to them because he knows that you're know, like he kind of suspects that something fishy's happening, and there's like it makes no sense why they were taken off the team, but then the coach tells him to do what he's told, so then he listens. Obviously, they win because they were so much better than another team. Let me like explain how much better. They won the race by 15 yards. Like, there was no competition. Like, the, you know how usually at the end they show, like, you know.
1: The photo fit. Well, yeah, I guess they didn't have.
0: They have. They had photos. It's 1936, not 18. But they didn't have,
1: like, photos. Yeah, they
0: had black and white photos. Haven't you seen pictures of, like, Nazi Germany in, like, history books?
1: Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I feel like they wouldn't have it at the finish line, like, all set up and to trigger right when they crossed. They did. They did? Yes, they did. Okay.
0: So, in the picture, it's supposed, you know, you imagine it like, you know, there's like six guys. They're all like very neck and neck. No. There was <laughs> one guy in the picture. One person in that picture. <laughs> and then
1: 15 yards And later.
0: then, like, literally, like, I watched actually like a clip of this. Literally, like, five seconds later, there's the rest of them. Jeez. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but like in a race, that's like a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the story goes that the Nazis were able to tell the Americans to keep like the Jewish athletes off the team because there was fully only two, mm-hmm. but not black, the black Americans because they dominated the U.S. teams and they, there would be no American team if there were no African Americans to compete. Yeah. There was literally like, I think there was like 12 on their like, they're like team at that year or something like that
1: crazy how the u.s was okay with black people winning their wars fighting in their wars and winning them gold medals but mm -mm, no water fountains at home yeah sorry
0: yeah we're gonna get into that actually spoiler yeah. yeah So, uh, Marty Glickman, which was one of the Jewish athletes who were taken off, and Jesse Owens actually become very good friends. Seems like Owens became friends with, like, everyone. Yeah. um, I guess shows
1: a bit about his personality. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, they became really good friends afterwards. And this is going to be, like, a little bit of a sad note and kind of leading up to what we're about to talk about. But when Jesse Owens died, um, the only white athlete at Jesse Owens' funeral, the rest of the Olympians that were athletes that were there were black. Not a single other white athlete showed up.
1: Jeez.
0: Yep. So Jesse Owens finished the 1936 Olympics with a staggering four gold medals, which was a fitting response to Hitler's idea of using the event as propaganda for the Nazi regime. He won the 100 meter dash, the 200 meter, the relay and the long jump. So, for Hitler, this was a four-way defeat, and the symbolism of Owens' victory was huge in a world where there was uh, racism and racist ideologies that were prevalent everywhere. Yeah.
1: I I know you, you mentioned this in the intro, but let me set you up for something. Oh, wow. So, Owens did a really great thing in Germany, and he was welcomed back to the States with loving arms, and everybody in America celebrated Jesse Owens, the wonderful guy who... Helped humiliate the Nazis, right?
0: So you'd think, but this is the uh, U.S. in 1936 when there was segregation and a ton of racism.
1: Oh, I can't believe it. Not that there
0: wasn't, that there isn't still a ton of racism, but this is very bad. There were 18 African-American athletes and they left with 14 medals, which was a quarter of the total medals won by the U.S. team that summer. So they dominated. Yeah. And they returned to segregated United States, where the American public mostly celebrated their victories, but their president didn't. Uh, Jesse Owens later said that, uh, and I quote, Hitler didn't snub me. It was our president who snubbed me. So he won four gold medals, and President Franklin Roosevelt didn't even send him a telegram. He didn't even ask him to the White House to congratulate him.
1: he, He broke so many records and he didn't even get a
0: not a single piece a nice of recognition job. yeah jesus so not only did the president not invite him to the white house like he did other white athletes but he wasn't allowed to use the front door he had to use a freight elevator in like the main ceremony during the main ceremony he had to come through the back door
1: after the olympics like yeah when he States? came home yeah jesus
0: so it really wasn't lost on Owens that in many ways he was treated a lot better by the supremacists in Nazi Germany who let him stay in the same hotel and mix with other athletes than he was back in racially segregated America. So think that through. He was treated better in Nazi Germany than segregated U.S.
1: Where he, he brought them victory.
0: Yes, I mean, there was still a lot of racism in, not, in Germany, but, it, like, but I, I mean, it wasn't seg- segregated.
1: At least he walked through the front door of the hotel.
0: Yeah. His achievements were barely acknowledged by his own government. Um, you know, he, uh, he wasn't like, it's not like Hitler shook his hand, but I mean, the president sh- didn't shake his hand either. His own president didn't shake his hand. And despite becoming famous in the US, he ended up struggling to find lucrative work. Owens ended up becoming an important symbol of the struggle for equality. You know, the truth really came out when he came home about how... African Americans were treated at the time.
1: This must have resonated for a lot of people seeing this guy like show off how great Americans were mm-hmm. and then come home and be treated like utter trash.
0: Yeah. So, despite being the fastest man in the world, he never competed again. He was actually suspended from the US Athletics team because he wanted to get sponsorships in Norway, so they took him off the, the team. I don't what know. What do you
1: expect? You don't let him you don't let him you do don't... things. Yeah, literally. I mean, he, he, the dude needs to live somehow. Yeah. So, what did he do instead?
0: So, after being suspended, he worked at a gas station, a dry cleaner, and as a janitor. And he also raced against amateurs, vehicles, and horses for, like, money.
1: Oh, like, as, as like, a, an attraction?
0: Yes, legitimately. Like I a mean, performance. Like, think, yeah, like a performance. Like, four-time gold medal winner Jesse Owens races horse. You know, like a performance. Yeah. So, a lot of people thought that it was degrading, and they're kind of like, why are you doing this? But he said... And I quote, what was I supposed to do? I had four gold medals, but you can't eat four gold medals, which kind of that's uh, that's like a
1: that's a great quote. Yeah,
0: that's a quote that, you know,
1: that says a lot. Yeah.
0: You know, this struggle doesn't last his whole life. He ends up becoming successful on the speaking circuit and becomes a goodwill ambassador for the U.S. government. He's invited back to Germany in 1972, where he talks about the ability of sports to foster humanity's growth. And, obviously, he becomes an inspiration and an icon for future generations, not just athletes. After his athletic career ended, Owen took up smoking and smoked, like, a lot. So, he ended up dying of lung cancer in 1980 at the age of
1: 66. Wow. So, you mentioned that he became a goodwill ambassador for the U.S., but was he ever recognized for his accomplishments
0: so 80 years later the african-american athletes of the 1936 berlin olympics 16 men and two women received their overdue recognition by uh, president obama obviously a lot of them weren't there slash i don't even know if any of them were still alive uh so their relatives visited the white house for the event which honored uh that year's olympic team and gave posthumous honor to those who were wronged Hmm. so president obama said it wasn't just jesse it was other african-american athletes in the middle of nazi germany under the gaze of adolf hitler that put a lie to notions of racial superiority whooped them and taught them a thing or two about democracy and taught them a thing or two about the american character
1: i uh i don't think i need to do my normal wrap-up i think obama did a good enough job thanks um, obama thanks obama so if people want to learn more about jesse owens where should they go
0: so i think there's nothing better than hearing it from the man himself so there is an autobiography that he wrote called jesse the man who outran hitler so you guys chintech check it out it's old it's an old book because he's old this is from a long time ago
1: that does it for us folks thank you so much for listening to this episode of time crunch history if you like what you heard as always, the best way to support us and to help us grow is to share the show with a friend. Or, if you really didn't like it, share it with an enemy. If you want to connect with us, there are a couple ways to do that. Hit us up on TikTok at Time Crunch Podcast. Also on Instagram and Facebook, same handle. Uh, there we post updates, uh, fun facts, little tidbits. You know, pictures. Snippets. Little snippets. Uh, if you want to send us a history fact, maybe we'll put it in the next episode. Send it to us at... History at gmail.com. You never know. Maybe you get a little shout-out. Maybe a little gabagoo. <laughs> Anywho, uh, that does it for us. We'll see you next time in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, us say two weeks. See Thank you then. You.
0: Bye.